0: HOMELAND CHAPTER 23 A SINGLE CLEAN BLOW The gnomes took him, Massage said to Dinan when the patrol leader returned to the cavern. The wizard lifted his arms over his head to give the high priestesses and her assistants a better view of his predicament. Where? Dinan demanded. Why did they let you live? Massage shrugged. A secret door, he explained. Somewhere on the wall behind you. I suspect they would have taken me as well, except... Massage looked down at the floor, still holding him tightly up to the waist. The gnomes would have killed me, but for your arrival. You are fortunate, wizard, the high priestess said to Massage. I have memorized a spell this day that will release the stone's hold upon you. She whispered some instructions to her assistants, and they took out water skins and pouches of clay and began tracing a ten-foot square on the floor around the trapped wizard. The high priestess moved over to the wall of the chamber and prepared her prayers. "'Some have escaped,' Dinan said to her. The high priestess understood. She whispered a quick detection spell and studied the wall. "'Right there,' she said." Dinan and another male rushed over to the spot and soon found the almost imperceptible outline of the secret door. As the high priestess began her incantation, one of her cleric assistants threw the end of a rope to massage. Hold on, the assistant teased, and hold your breath. Wait, massage began, but the stone floor all around him transformed into mud and the wizard slipped under. Two clerics, laughing, pulled Massage out a moment later. "'Nice spell!' the wizard remarked, spitting mud. "'It has its purposes,' replied the High Priestess, "'especially when we fight against the gnomes and their tricks with the stone. I carried it as a safeguard against earth elementals.' She looked at a piece of rubble at her feet, unmistakably one eye and the nose of such a creature. "'I see that my spell was not needed in that manner.' i destroyed that one!' Massage lied. "'Indeed!' said the High Priestess, unconvinced. She could tell by the cut of the rubble that a blade had made the wound. She let the issue drop when the scrape of a sliding stone turned them all to the wall. "'Amaze!' moaned the fighter beside Dinan when he peered into the tunnel. "'How will we find them?' Dinan thought for a moment, then spun on Massage. "'They have my brother!' he said, an idea coming to his mind. Where is your cat? Uh, about, Massage stalled, guessing Dinan's plan and not really wanting Drizzt rescued. Bring it to me, Dinan ordered. The cat can smell Drizzt. I cannot, uh, I mean, Massage stuttered. Now, wizard, Dinan commanded, unless you wish me to tell the ruling council that some of the gnomes escaped because you refused to help. Massage tossed the figurine to the ground and called for Gwenhyver, not really knowing what would happen next. Had the Earth Elemental really destroyed Gwenhyver? The mist appeared, in sounds transforming into the panther's corporeal body. Well, Dinan prompted, indicating the tunnel. Go find Drift, Massage commanded the cat. Gwenhyver sniffed around the area for a moment, then bounded off down the small tunnel, the drow patrol in silent pursuit. Where? Drizzt started when he finally began the long climb from the depths of unconsciousness. He understood that he was sitting and knew, too, that his hands were bound in front of him. A small but undeniably strong hand caught him by the back of the hair and pulled his head back roughly. Quiet, Belwa whispered harshly and Drizzt was surprised that Creature could speak his language. Belwar let go of Drizzt and turned to join the others for From the chamber's low height and the gnome's nervous movements, Drizzt realized that this group had taken flight. The gnomes began a quiet conversation in their own tongue, which Drizzt could not begin to understand. One of them asked the gnome, who had ordered Drizzt to be quiet, apparently the leader, a heated question. Another grunted his accord and spoke some harsh words, turning on Drizzt with a dangerous look in his eyes. The leader slapped the other gnome hard on the back and sent him off down one of the low exits of the chamber, then put the others into defensive positions. He walked over to Drizzt. "'You come with us to Blingdenstone,' he said in hesitant words. "'Then?' Drizzt asked. Belwar shrugged. "'The king will decide.' "'If you cause me no trouble, I'll tell him to let you go.' Driz laughed cynically. "'Well, then,' said Belvoir, "'if the king says to kill you, "'I'll make sure it comes in a single clean blow.' "'Again, Driz laughed. "'Do you believe that I believe?' he asked. "'Torture me now and have your fun.' That is your evil way. Belwar started to slap him, but held his hand in check. Swerfneble do not torture, he declared, louder than he should have. Drow elves torture. He turned away, but spun back, reiterating his promise. A single, clean blow. Drizzt found that he believed the sincerity in the gnome's voice. And he had to accept that promise as a measure of mercy far greater than the gnome would have received if Dinan's patrol had captured him. Belwar turned to walk away, but Drizzt, intrigued, had to learn more of this curious creature. How have you learned my language? He asked. Gnomes are not stupid, Belwar retorted, unsure of what Drizzt was leading to. Nor are drow, Drizzt replied earnestly. But I've never heard the language of the Swerfnebli spoken in my city. There once was a drow in blindenstone. Belwar explained, now nearly as curious about Drizd as Drizd was about him. Ah, slave, Driz reasoned. Guest, Belwar snapped. Sverfnebli keep no slaves. Again, Driz found that he could not refute the sincerity in Belwar's voice. What is your name? he asked. The gnome laughed at him. Do you think me stupid? Belwar asked. You desire my name that you might use its power in some dark magic against me. No, Driz protested. I should kill you now for thinking me stupid. Belwar growled, ominously lifting his heavy pick. Driz shifted uncomfortably, not knowing what the gnome would do next. My offer remains, Belwar said, lowering the pick. No trouble, and I tell the king to let you go. Belwar didn't believe that would happen any more than Driz did, so the surfneblin, with a helpless shrug, offered Driz the next best thing. Or else, one single clean blow. A commotion from one of the tunnels turned Belwar away. Belwar, called one of the other gnomes, rushing back into the small chamber. The gnome leader turned a wary eye on Drizd to see if the drow had caught the mention of his name. Drizd wisely kept his head turned away, pretending not to listen. He had indeed heard the name of the gnome leader who had shown him mercy. Belwar, the other Shrift had said it. Belwar a name that Driz would never forget. Fighting from down the passageway caught everyone's attention then, and several Nebli scrambled back into the chamber. Driz knew from their excitement that the drow patrol was close behind. Belwar started barking out commands, mostly organizing the retreat down the chamber's other tunnel. Driz wondered where he would fit into the gnome's thinking. Certainly, Belwar couldn't hope to outrun a drow patrol dragging along a prisoner. Then the gnome leader suddenly stopped talking and stopped moving. Too suddenly. The drow clerics had led the way in with their insidious, paralyzing spells. Belwar and other gnomes were held fast by the Dwomer, and the rest of the gnomes, realizing this, broke into a wild scramble for the rear exit. The drow warriors, Gwenhyver leading the way, charged into the room. Any relief Drizzt may have felt at seeing his feline friend unharmed was buried under the ensuing slaughter. Dinan and his troops cut into the disorganized gnomes with typical drow savagery. In seconds, horrible sounds that seemed like hours to Drizzt, only Belwar and the other gnome caught in the clerical spell remained alive in the chamber. Several of the Shrifnebli had managed to flee down the back corridor, but most of the drow patrol was off in pursuit. Massage came into the chamber last, looking thoroughly wretched in his mud-covered clothing. He remained at the tunnel exit and did not even look Drizzt's way, except to note that his panther was standing protectively beside the second boy of House Duarden. Again you have found your measure of luck and more, Dinan said to Drizzt as he cut his brother's bonds. Looking around at the carnage in the chamber, Drizzt wasn't so sure. Dinan handed him back his scimitars, then turned to the drow standing watch over the two paralyzed gnomes. Finish them, Dinan instructed. A wide smile spread over the other drow's face and he pulled a jagged knife from his belt. He held it in front of the gnome's face, teasing the helpless creature. "'Can they see it?' he asked the High Priestess. "'That is the fun of the spell,' the High Priestess replied. "'The Serf Neblin understands what is about to happen. Even now he is struggling to break out of his hold.' "'Prisoners!' Driz blurted. Dinan and the others turned to him, the drow with the dagger wearing a scowl both angry and disappointed. For how Stuarden? Driz asked Dinan hopefully. We could benefit from Swerfnebli, do not make good slaves, Dinan replied. No, agreed the high priestess, moving beside the dagger-wielding fighter. She nodded to the warrior and his smile returned tenfold. He struck hard. Only Belwa remained. The warrior waved his blood-stained dagger ominously and moved in front of the gnome leader. Not that one! Drizzt protested, unable to bear any more. Let him live! Drizzt wanted to say that Belwar could do them no harm, and that killing the defenseless gnome would be cowardly and a vile act. Drizzt knew that appealing to his kin for mercy would be a waste of time. Dinan's expression was more of a look of anger than curiosity this time. "'If you kill him, then no gnomes will remain to return to their city and tell of our strength,' Driz reasoned, gasping at the one slim hope he could find. "'We should send him back to his people, send him back to tell them of their folly in entering the domain of the drow.' Dinan looked back at the high priestess for advice. "'It seems proper reasoning,' she said with a nod. Dinan was not so certain of his brother's motives— Not taking his eyes off Drizzt, he said to the warrior, ''Then cut off the gnome's hands.'' Drizzt didn't flinch, realizing that if he did, Dinan would surely slaughter Belwar. The warrior replaced the dagger on his belt and took out his heavy sword. ''Wait,'' said Dinan, still eyeing Drizzt. ''Release him from the spell first. I want to hear his screams.'' Several drow moved over to put the tips of their swords at Belwar's neck as the High Priestess released her magical hold. Belwar made no moves. The appointed drow warrior grasped this sword in both hands, and Belwar, brave Belwar, held his arms straight out and motionless in front of him. Driz averted his gaze, unable to watch and awaiting, fearing the gnome's cry. Belwar noted Driz's reaction. Was it Compassion? The Drow warrior then swung his sword. Belwar never took his stare off of Drizzt as the sword cut along his wrists, lightning a million fires of agony all through his arms. Neither did Belwar scream. He wouldn't give Dinan the satisfaction. The gnome leader looked back at Drizzt one final time as the two Drow fighters ushered him out of the chamber, and he recognized the true anguish, the true apology behind the young Drow's feigned impassive façade. Even as Belwar was leaving, the dark elves who had chased off the other fleeing gnomes returned from the other tunnel. "'We could not catch them in those tiny passageways,' one of them complained. "'Damn!' Dinan growled. Sending a handless gnome victim back to blindenstone was one thing, but letting healthy members of the gnome expedition escape was quite another. "'I want them caught!' "'Gwenhyber can catch them!' Massage proclaimed. Then he called the cat to his side and I Drized all the while. Driz's heart raced as the wizard patted the great cat. Come, my pet, Massage said. There is hunting left to be done. The wizard watched Driz squirm at the words, knowing that Driz did not approve of Gwenhiver engaging in such tactics. They are gone? Driz asked Dinan, his voice on the edge of desperation. Running all the way to Blindenstone, Dinan replied calmly, if we let them. And will they return? Dinan's sour scowl reflected the absurdity of his brother's question. Would you? Our task is complete, then, Driz reasoned, trying vainly to find some way out of Massage's ignoble designs for the panther. We have won the day, Dinan agreed, though our own losses have been great. We may still find some fun with the help of the wizard's pet. Fun! Massage echoed pointedly at Drizzt. Be gone, Gwenhyver. into the tunnels. Let us learn how fast a frightened gnome may run. Only a few minutes later, Gwenhiver came back into the chamber, dragging a dead gnome in its mouth. Return! Massage commanded as Gwenhiver dropped the body at his feet. Bring me more! Drizzt's heart dropped at the sound of the corpse flopping onto the stone floor. He looked into Gwenhyber's eyes and saw a sadness as profound as his own. The panther was a hunter, as honorable in its own way as was Drizzt. To the evil massage, though, Gwenhyber was a toy and nothing more, an instrument for his perverted pleasures, killing for no reason other than his master's joy of killing. In the hands of the wizard, Gwenhyber was no more than a murderer, Gwenhaber paused at the entrance to the small tunnel and looked at Drizzt almost apologetically. Return! Massage screamed, and he kicked the cat in the rear. Then Massage, too, turned an eye back on Drizzt, a vindictive eye. Massage had missed his chance to kill the young Duarden. He would have to be careful how he explained such a mistake to his unforgiving mother. Massage decided not to worry about the unpleasant encounter until later, for now at least he had the satisfaction of watching Drizzt suffer. Dinan and the others were oblivious to the unfolding drama between Massage and Drizzt, too engaged in their wait for Gwenhyver's return, too engaged in their speculations of the expressions of terror the gnomes would cast back at such a perfect killer." Too caught up in the macabre humor of the moment, that perverted drow humor that brought laughter with tears, were needed. Part 5. Zach Nafane. Zach Nafane Duarden. Mentor. Teacher. Friend. I... In the blind agony of my own frustrations, more than once came to recognize Zach Nefane as none of these. Did I ask more of him than he could give? Did I expect perfection of a tormented soul, hold Zach Nefane up to standards beyond his experiences, or standards impossible in the face of his experiences? I might have been him. I might have lived, trapped within the helpless rage "'buried under the daily assault of the wickedness that is Menzo "'and the pervading evil that is my own family, "'never in life to find escape. "'It seems a logical assumption that we learn from the mistakes of our elders. "'This, I believe, was my salvation. "'Without the example of Zach Nafane, "'I, too, would have found no escape, not in life.' In this course, I have chosen a better way than the life of Zach Nefane knew. I think, yes, though I would find despair often enough, sometimes, too long for that other way. It would have been easier. Truth, though, is nothing in the face of self-falsehood, and principles are of no value if the idealist cannot live up to his own standards. This, then, is a better way. I live with many laments, for my people, for myself, but mostly for the weapons master. "'lost to me now, who showed me how and why to use a blade. "'There is no pain greater than this, "'not the cut of a jagged-edged dagger "'nor the fire of a dragon's breath. "'Nothing burns in your heart like the emptiness "'of losing something, someone, "'before you truly have learned of its value. "'Often now I lift my cup in futile toast, "'an apology to ears that cannot hear. "'To Zack.' The one who inspired my courage Drizd Duarden CHAPTER twenty four To Know Our Enemies
1: Eight Drow Dead and one cleric
0: Briza said to Matron Malice on the balcony of House Duarden. Briza had rushed back to the compound with the first reports of the encounter, leaving her sisters at the central plaza of Menzoberranzan with the gathered throng, awaiting further information. "'But nearly two
1: score of the gnomes died. A clear victory!' "'What of your brothers?'
0: asked Malice.
1: "'How did House Duarden fare in this encounter?' "'As with the surface elves, Dinan had slew five,
0: replied Breeza.
1: "'They say that he led the main assault fearlessly, and he killed the
0: most gnomes.' "'Matron Malice beamed with the news,' though she suspected that Briza, standing patiently behind with a smug smile, was holding something dramatic back from her. What of Drizd? The matron demanded, having no patience for her daughter's games. How many Svavnebli fell at his feet? None, replied Briza, but still the smile remained. Still the
1: day belonged to Drizd
0: She added quickly, seeing an angry scowl spreading across her volatile mother's face. Malice did not seem amused.
1: Drizzt defeated an earth elemental,
0: Breeza cried,
1: all alone, almost, with only minor help from a wizard. The high priestess
0: of the patrol named the kill his. Matron Malice gasped and turned away. Drizzt had ever been an enigma to her, as fine with the blade as any but lacking the proper attitude... "'and the proper respect. "'Now this, an earth elemental. "'Malice herself had seen such a monster ravage "'an entire drow-raiding party, "'killing a dozen seasoned warriors "'before wandering off on its way. "'Yet her son, her confusing son, "'had defeated one single-handedly. "'Loth
1: will favor us this day,'
0: Breeza commented, "'not quite understanding her mother's reaction. Breeza's words struck an idea in Malice.' Gather your sisters, she commanded. We shall meet in the chapel. If House Duarden so fully won the day out in the tunnels, perhaps the Spider Queen will grace us with some information. Verna and Maya await the forthcoming news in the city plaza, Breeza explained, mistakenly believing her mother to be referring to information about the battle.
1: Surely we will know the entire story
0: within an hour. I care nothing for the battle against gnomes, Malice scolded. You have told everything that is important to our family. The rest does not matter. We must parlay your brother's heroics into gain.
1: To learn of our enemies,
0: Briza blurted as she realized what her mother had in mind. Exactly, replied Malice. To learn which house it is that threatens House Duarden. If the Spider Queen truly finds favor with us this day, she may grace us with the knowledge we need to defeat our enemies. A short while later, the four high priestesses of House Du gathered around the spider idol in the chapel ante-room. Before them, in the bowl of the deepest onks, burned the sacred incense, sweet, death-like, and favored by the Yawclaw, the handmaidens of Loth. The flame moved through a variety of colors, from orange to green to brilliant red. It then took shape, heard the beckons of the four priestesses and the urgency in the voice of matron Malice. The top of the fire, no longer dancing, smoothed and rounded, assumed the form of the hairless head, then stretched upward, growing. The flame disappeared, consumed by the Yokla's image a half-melted pile of wax with grotesquely elongated eyes and a drooping mouth. "'Who has summoned me?' The small figure demanded telepathically. The Yawclaw's thoughts, too powerful for its diminutive stature, boomed within the heads of the gathered drow. "'I have, handmaiden,' Malice replied aloud, wanting her daughters to hear. The matron bowed her head. I am Matron Malice, loyal servant of the Spider Queen. In a puff of smoke, the Arclaw disappeared, leaving only glowing incense embers in the onyx bowl. A moment later, the handmaiden reappeared, full-sized, standing behind Matron Malice. Brisa, Verna, and Maya held their breath as the being laid two sickly tentacles on their mother's shoulders. Matron Malice accepted the tentacles without reply, confident in her cause for summoning the Orclaw. Explain to me why you dare to disturb me, came the Orclaw's insidious thoughts. To ask a simple question, Malice replied silently, for no words were necessary to communicate with a handmaiden. One whose answer you know.
1: "'Does this question interest you so greatly?' the outlaw asked. "'You risk such dire consequences?' "'It is imperative that I learn
0: the answer,' replied Matron Malice. Her three daughters watched curiously, hearing the Yawclaw's thoughts, but only guessing at their mother's unspoken replies."
1: "'If the answer is so important, and it is known to the Handmaidens, and thus to the Spider-Queen, "'do you not believe that Loth would have given it to you if she chose?'
0: "'Perhaps before this day the Spider-Queen did not deem me worthy to know,' Malus responded. "'Things have changed.' The handmaiden paused and rolled its elongated eyes back into its head as if communicating with some distant plane. "'Greetings, Matron Malus the Aucloss said aloud after a few tense moments. The creature's spoken voice was calm and overly smooth for the thing's grotesque appearance. "'My greetings to you and to your mistress, Queen of Spiders.' "'replied Malice. "'She shot a wry smile at her daughters "'and still didn't turn to face the creature behind her. "'Apparently Malice's guess of Loth's favor had been correct.
1: "'Dermon
0: has pleased
1: Loth,' "'the handmaiden said. "'The males of your house have won the day, "'even above the females that journeyed with them.' "'I must
0: accept matron Malice to Ardent summons.' "'The tentacles slid off Malice's shoulders, "'and the Yawclaw stood rigid behind her, awaiting her commands. "'Glad I am to please the Spider Queen,' Malice began. "'She sought the proper way to phrase her question. "'For the summons, as I have said, "'I beg only the answer to a simple question.' ask it prompted the yakklaw and the mocking tone told malice and her daughters that the monster already knew the question my house is threatened say the rumors said malice ha! <laughs> the Yawclaw laughed an evil grating sound i trust in my sources malice replied defensively I would not have called upon you if I did not believe the threat. Continue, said the yawklaw, amused by the whole affair.
1: They are more than rumours, Matron Malice to Arden. Another house plans war
0: upon you. Maya's immature gasp brought scornful eyes upon her from the mother and her sisters. "'Name this house to me,' Malice pleaded. "'If dermonacears truly has pleased the Spider-Queen this day, "'then I bid Loth to reveal
1: our enemies, that we might destroy them.' "'And if this other house has pleased the Spider-Queen,' the handmaid mused, "'would Loth then betray it to you?' "'Our enemies hold every advantage,' Malus protested. "'They know of House Arden, "'No doubt they watch us every day, laying their plans. "'We ask Loth only to give us knowledge
0: equal to that of our enemies. "'Reveal them and let us prove which house is more worthy of victory.' "'What
1: if your enemies are greater than you?' Asked the handmaiden. Would Matron Malice Duarden then call upon Loth to intervene and save her pitiful house? No, cried Malice. We would call upon the powers that Loth has given us to fight our foes. Even if our enemies are the more powerful, let Loth be assured that they will suffer
0: great pain for their attack on House Duarden. Again, the handmaiden sank back within itself, finding the link to its home plane—a place darker than Menzoberranzan. Malice clenched tightly to Breeza's hand to her right and to Verna's to her left. Then, in turn, passed along the confirmation to their bond to Maya at the foot of the circle. The spider queen is pleased, Matron Malice
1: Duaden," said the handmaiden. Trust. That she will favor House to Arden more than your enemies when the battle rings out.
0: Perhaps. Malice flinched at the ambiguity of that final word, grudgingly accepting that Loth never made any promises at any time. What of my question? Malice dared to protest. The reason for the summons. There came a bright flash that stole the four clerics' vision. When their eyelight returned to them, they saw the Yawclaw tiny again, and glaring out at them from the flames of the Ankh's bowl.
1: The Spider-Queen does not give an answer that is
0: already known, the handmaiden proclaimed, the sheer power of its otherworldly voice cutting into the drow ears. The fire erupted in another blinding flash, and the Yawklaw disappeared, leaving the precious bowl sundered into a dozen pieces. Matron Malice grabbed at the large piece of the shattered onyx and threw it against the wall. "'Already known?' she cried in rage. "'Known to whom? Who in my family keeps this secret from me?' "'Perhaps the one who knows does not know she knows.' "'Breeza put in, trying to calm her mother. "'Or perhaps the information is newly found, "'and she has not yet had the chance to come forward with it.' "'She?' growled Matron
1: Malice. "'What she do you speak of, Breeza? "'We are all here. "'Are any of my daughters stupid enough "'to miss such an obvious threat to our family?'
0: "'No, Matron.' Verna and Maya cried together, terrified of Malice's growing wrath rising beyond control. "'Never have I seen any sign,' said Verna. "'Nor I,' added Maya. "'By your side I have been these many ten days, and I have seen no more than you.' "'Are you implying that I have missed something?' Malice growled, her knuckles white at her sides. "'No, matron!' Brisa shouted above the communion loud enough to settle the mother for the moment and turn Malice's attention fully upon her eldest daughter. "'Not she, then,' Breeza reasoned. "'He, one of your sons, may have the answer, or Zach Nefane, or Ryzen, perhaps.' "'Yes,' agreed Verna. "'They're only males, too stupid to understand the importance of minor details.'
1: Drist and not have been out of the house,'
0: added Breeza,
1: "'Out of the city.' "'In their patrol group are children of every powerful house, "'every house that would dare
0: to threaten us.' "'The fires in Malice's eye glowed, but she relaxed at the reasoning. "'Bring them to me when they return to Manzabaranzen,' "'she instructed Vierna and Maya. "'You,' she said to Briza, "'bring Ryzen and Zaknafane. "'All the family must be present
1: so that we may learn what we may learn.' "'The cousins, and the soldiers, too,' asked Brisa. "'Perhaps one beyond the immediate
0: family knows the answer.' "'Should we bring them all together as well?' offered Verna, her voice edged with the rising excitement of the moment. "'A gathering of the whole clan, a general war party of House Duarden.' "'No,' replied Malice. "'Not the soldiers or the cousins. "'I do not believe they are involved in this.' The handmaiden would have told us the
1: answer if one of my direct family did not know it. It is my embarrassment to ask a question whose answer should be known to me, whose answer
0: someone within the circle of my family knows. She gritted her teeth and she spat out the rest of her thoughts. I do not enjoy being embarrassed. Drizzt and Dinan came into the house a short while later, exhausted and glad the adventure was over. They'd barely passed the entrance and turned down the wide corridor that led to their rooms when they bumped into Zack Nefane, coming the other way. "'So, the hero has returned,' Zack remarked, eyeing Drizd directly. Drizzt did not miss the sarcasm in his voice. "'We've completed our job successfully,' Dinan shot back, "'more than a little perturbed at being excluded from Zack's greeting. "'I let I know of the battle,' Zack assured him. "'It has been endlessly recounted throughout the city. "'Now leave us, elder boy. "'I have unfinished business with your brother.' "'I will leave when I choose to leave,' Dinan growled. "'Zack snapped a glare upon him. "'I wish to speak to Drizzt, only to Drizzt. "'So leave!' Dinan's hand went to his sword hilt. Not a smart move. Before he even moved the weapon hilt an inch from the scabbard, Zack had slapped him twice in the face with one hand. The other hand somehow produced a dagger and put its tip at Dinan's throat. Driz watched in amazement, certain that Zack would kill Dinan if he continued. "'Leave,' Zack said again. "'On your life!' Dinan threw his hands up and slowly backed away. "'Matron Malice will hear of this!' he warned. I will tell her myself, Zack laughed at him. Do you think she will trouble herself on your behalf, fool? As far as matron malice cares, the family males determine their own hierarchy. Go away, elder boy. Come back when you've found the courage to challenge me. Come with me, brother, Dinan said to Drizzt. We have business, Zack reminded Drizzt. Drizzt looked at both of them once and back again, stunned by their open willingness to kill each other. "'I will stay,' he decided. "'I do indeed have unfinished business with the weapons master.' "'As you choose, hero!' Dinan spat, and he turned on his heel and stormed away. "'You've made an enemy,' Driz remarked to Zack. "'I have made many,' Zack laughed. "'And I will make many more before the day ends. "'But no mind. Your actions have inspired jealousy in your brother, your older brother.' "'You are the one who should be wary.' "'He hates you openly,' reasoned Drist. "'But would gain nothing from my death,' Zack replied. "'I am no threat to Dinan, but you.' He let the word hang in the air. "'Why would I threaten him?' Drist protested. "'Dinan has nothing I desire. "'He has power,' Zack explained. "'He is the elder boy now, but was not always.' "'He killed Nalfane, the brother I never knew.' "'You know of this?' said Zack. "'Perhaps didn't suspect that another second boy will follow that same course, "'the one that he took to become elder boy of House Du Arden. "'Enough,' Triss growled, tired of the whole stupid system of ascension. "'How well you know it, Zack Nafane," he thought. "'How many did you murder to attain your position?' An Earth Elemental, Zack said, blowing a low whistle with the words, It is a powerful foe that you defeated this day. He bowed low, showing Drizzt mockery beyond any doubt. What is next for the young hero? A demon, perhaps? A demigod? Surely there is nothing that can... Never have I heard such senseless words stream from your mouth, Drizzt retorted. Now it was time for some sarcasm of his own. Is it that I have inspired jealousy in another besides my brother? (laughs) Jealousy? Zack cried. Wipe your nose, sniveling little boy. A dozen earth elementals have fallen to my blade. Demons, too. Do not overestimate your deeds or your abilities. You are one warrior among a race of warriors. To forget that surely will prove fatal. He ended the line with pointed emphasis almost in a sneer, and Drist began to consider again how real their appointed practice in the gym would become. I know my abilities, Drist replied, and my limitations. I've learned to survive, as have I, Zack shot back, for many, many centuries. The gym awaits, Drist said calmly. Your mother awaits, Zack corrected. She bids us all to the chapel. Fear not, though. There will be time for our meeting. Driz walked past Zack without another word, suspecting that his and Zack's blades would finish the conversation for them. What had become of Zack Nefane, Driz wondered. Was this the same teacher who had trained him those years before the academy? Driz could not sort through his feelings. Was he seeing Zack differently because of the things he had learned of Zack's exploits? Or was there truly something different, something harder, about the weapons master's demeanor since Drizzt had returned from the academy? The sound of a whip brought Drizzt from his contemplations. I am your patron, he heard Risen say.
1: That is of no consequence,
0: retorted a female voice, the voice of Breeza. Drizzt slipped to the corner of the next intersection and peeked around. Breeza and Ryzen faced off. Risen unarmed, but Breeza holding her snake-headed whip. Patron, Breeza laughed. A meaningless title. You're a male lending your seed to the matron and of no more importance. Four have I sired, Ryzen said indignantly. Three, Breeza corrected, snapping the whip to accentuate the point. Verna is Zachnafane's, not
1: yours. Nalfane is dead, leaving only two. One of those is female and above you. Only Dinan is truly under your rank.
0: Driz sat back against the wall and looked behind him to the empty corridor he'd just walked. He had always suspected that Ryzen was not his true father. The male had never paid him any mind, had never scolded him or praised him or offered him any sort of advice or training. To hear Breeza say it, though, and Ryzen not deny it, "'Ryzen fumbled about for some retort to Brisa's stinging words. "'Does Matron Malice know of your desires?' he snarled. "'Does she know that her eldest daughter seeks her title?'
1: "'Every eldest daughter seeks the title of Matron Mother!'
0: "'Briza laughed at him.
1: "'Matron Malice would
0: be a fool to suspect otherwise. "'I assure you that she is not, nor am I. "'I will get the title from her when she's weak with age.' She knows and accepts this as fact. You admit that you will kill her? If not I, then Verna. If not Verna, then
1: Maya. It is our way, stupid male. It is the word of Loth.
0: Rage burned in Drist as he heard the evil proclamations, but he remained silent at the corner. Brisa will not wait for AIDS to steal her mother's power, Ryzen snarled. Not when a dagger will expedite the transfer. Briza hungers for the throne of the house. Ryzen's next words came out as an indecipherable scream as the six-headed whip went to work again and again. Driz wanted to intervene, to rush out and cut them both down, but, of course, he could not. Briza acted now as she'd been taught, followed the words of the Spider Queen in asserting her dominance over Ryzen. She wouldn't kill him, Driz knew. "'But what if Briza got carried away in the frenzy? "'What if she did kill Ryzen? "'In the empty void that was beginning to grow in his heart, Driz wondered if he even cared. "'You let him escape?' "'Matron Senefe roared at her son. "'You will learn not to disappoint me.' "'No, my matron,' Massage protested. I-, "'I hit him squarely with a lightning bolt. "'He never even suspected the blow was aimed at him.' I could not finish the deed. The monster had caught me in the gate to its own plane. Sinefe bit her lip, forced to accept her son's reasoning. She knew that she'd given Massage a difficult mission. Drizzt was a powerful foe, and to kill him without leaving an obvious trail would not be easy. I will get him, Massage promised, determination showing on his face. I have the weapon readied. Drizzt will be dead before the tenth cycle as you commanded. Why should I grant you another chance? Sinefe asked him. Why should I believe that you will fare better the next time you try? Because I want him dead, Massage cried. More than ever, my matron, I want to tear the life from Drizduarden. When he is dead, I want to rip out his heart and display it as a trophy. Sinefay could not deny her son's obsession. Granted, she said. "'Get him, Massage, Annette. "'On your life, strike the first blow against House Duarden, "'and kill its second boy.' "'Massage bowed, the grimace never leaving his face, "'and swept out of the room. "'You heard everything?' "'Synefei's signaled when the door had closed behind her son. "'She knew that Massage might well have his ear to the door, "'and she did not want him to know of this conversation. "'I did.' Alton replied in the silent code, stepping out from behind a curtain. "'Do you concur with my decision?' Sinefe's hands asked. Alton was at a loss. He had no choice but to abide by his matron-mother's decision, but he did not think that Sinefe had been wise in sending Massage back after Drizzt. His silence grew long. "'You do not approve?' Matron Sinefe bluntly motioned. "'Please, matron-mother,' Alton replied quickly. "'I would not—you are forgiven,' Sinefay assured him. "'I am not so certain that I should allow Massage a second opportunity. "'Too much could go wrong.' "'Then why?' Alton dared to ask. "'You did not grant me a second chance, "'though I desired Drisdwarden's death as fiercely as any.' "'Sinefay cast him a scornful glare, "'sending him back on his courageous heels. "'You doubt my judgment?' "'No!' Alton cried aloud. He slipped a hand over his mouth and dropped to his knees in terror. "'Never, my matron!' he signaled silently. "'I just do not understand the problem as clearly as you. Forgive my ignorance.' Cinefay's laughter sounded like the hiss of a hundred angry snakes. "'We see together in this matter,' she assured Alton. "'I would no more give Massage a second chance than I gave you.' "'But,' Alton started to protest." ''Massage will go back after Drizd, but this time he will not be alone,'' Sinefe explained. ''You will follow him, Alton de Vere. Keep him safe and finish the deed on your life.'' Alton beamed at the news that he would finally find some taste of vengeance. Sinefe's final threat didn't even concern him. ''Could it ever be any other way?'' His hands asked casually. ''Think!'' Malice growled, her face close. Her hot breath on Driz's face. You know something! Driz slumped back from the overpowering figure and glanced nervously around at his gathered family. Dinan, similarly grilled just a moment ago, kneeled with his chin in hand. He tried vainly to come up with the answer before Matron Malice upped the level of interrogation techniques. Dinan did not miss Breeze's motions toward her snake whip, and the unnerving slight did little to his memory. "'Malice slapped Driz hard across the face and stepped away. "'One of you has learned the identity of our enemies.' "'She snapped at her sons. "'Out there, on patrol, one of you has seen some hint, some sign.' "'Perhaps we saw it, but did not know what it was,' Dinan offered. "'Silence!' Malice screamed, her face bright with rage. "'When you know the answer to my question, you
1: may speak.' Only then,
0: she turned to Brisa.
1: Help Dinan find his memory.
0: Dinan dropped his head to his arms, folded on the floor in front of him, and arched his back to accept the torture. To do otherwise would only enrage Malice further. Drizzt closed his eyes and recounted the events of the mini-patrols. He jerked involuntarily when he heard the snake-headed whips crack and his brother's soft groan. Massage! Drizzt whispered, almost unconsciously. He looked up at his mother, who held out her hand to halt Breeza's attacks, to Breeza's dismay. "'Massage hannet,' Drizzt said more loudly. In the fight against the gnomes, he tried to kill me. All the family, particularly Malice and Dinan, leaned forward toward Drizzt, hanging on his every word. "'When I battled the Elemental,' Drizzt explained, spitting out the last word as a curse upon Zach Nefane. He cast an angry glare at the weapons master and continued. Massage Hanet struck me down with a bolt of lightning. He may have been shooting for the monster, Verna insisted. Massage insisted that it was he who killed the elemental, but the high priestess of the patrol denied his claim. Massage waited, Drizzt replied. He did nothing until I began to gain the advantage over the monster. Then he loosed his magic, as much at me as the elemental. I think he hoped to destroy us both. House Annette, Matron Malice whispered. Fifth house, Breeza remarked. Under Matron Cinefay.
1: So, that is our enemy,
0: said Malice. Perhaps not... "'said Dinan, wondering, even as he spoke the words, "'why he hadn't left well enough alone "'to disprove the theory only invited more whipping. "'Matron Malice did not like the hesitation "'as he reconsidered the argument. "'Explain!' she commanded. massage was angry at being excluded from the surface raid,' "'said Dinan. "'We left him in the city only to witness our triumphant return.' "'Dinan fixed his eyes straight on his brother.' Massage has ever been jealous of Drizzt and all the glories that my brother has found, rightly or wrongly. Many are jealous of Drizzt and would see him dead. Drizzt shifted uncomfortably in his seat, knowing the last words to be an open threat. He glanced over to Zack Nefane and marked the weapons master's smug smile. Are you certain of your words? Malice said to Drizzt, shaking him from his private thoughts. There is the cat... "'Dinan interrupted. "'Massage, Hunette's magical pet, "'though it holds closer to Driz's side than the wizard's.' "'Gwenhyver walks the point beside me,' Driz protested. "'A position that you ordered.' "'Massage does not like it,' Dinan retorted. "'Perhaps that is why you put the cat there,' Driz thought, "'but he kept the words to himself. "'Was he seeing conspiracies in coincidence?' "'or was his world so truly filled with devious schemes and silent struggles for power?' "'Are you certain of your words?' Malice asked Drizzt again, pulling him from his pondering. "'Massage Hanet tried to kill me,' he asserted. "'I do not know his reasons, but his intent I do not doubt.' "'Halse Hanet, then,' brisa remarked.
1: "'A mighty foe!' "'We must learn of them,' Malice said." "'Dispatch the scouts. I will know the count of
0: Halsanet's soldiers, its wizards, and particularly its clerics.' "'If we are wrong,' Dinan said. "'If Halsanet is not the conspiring house, we are not wrong!' Malice screamed at him. "'The Yawglaw said that one of us knows the identity of our enemy,' reasoned Verna. "'All we have is Dris tale of Massage.' "'Unless you are hiding something?' Matron Malice growled at Dinan, a threat so cold and wicked that it stole the blood from the elder boy's face. Dinan shook his head emphatically and slumped back, having nothing more to add to the conversation. "'Prepare a communion,' Malice said to Breeza. "'Let us learn of Matron Cinefay standing with the Spider Queen.' Drizzt watched incredulously as the preparations began at a frantic pace, each command from Matron Malice following a practiced defensive course. It wasn't the precision of Drizzt's family's battle planning that amused him. He would expect nothing less from this group. It was the eager gleam in every eye.